together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 13 from verse 21 to verse 38. At that time, Jesus, reclining with his disciples, was troubled in spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was lying close to the breast of Jesus. So Simon Peter beckoned to him and said, Tell us who it is of whom he speaks. So lying thus close to the breast of Jesus, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give this morsel when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after the morsel, Satan entered him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at the table knew why he had said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money box, Jesus was telling him, buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the Moselle, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified. And in him, God is glorified. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, where I'm going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why, cannot, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered him, will you lay down your life for me? Truly I say to you, the clock will not crow till you have de denied me three times. It is... It is one of those readings where the tension is, is just growing and it cannot be ignored. Jesus is having a meal with his disciples and this is probably the last meal that he has and is disturbed. His spirit is disturbed. He's worried. Is he scared? Is he frustrated? Is he anxious? He knows that his death is imminent. He knows that they'll kill him. But yet he still wants to spend time with his disciples. He wants them to experience his love. He loved them till the end. He loved them till the end. He never stopped loving them. Even though he knew that one of them will betray him, 
One of them will deny him. Two of them will want authority. And they will all disappear and run away. But he loved them. That's one of the most powerful things about God. He loved them. He loved them knowing the truth. He loves us knowing the truth. Even though we have failed him one way or the other, we have failed ourselves. We've betrayed ourselves. He loves us. And that's one of the most powerful truths about the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Passover, the Good Friday story, it's about a God who loved us to the point of death. And he turns around and he opens up to them and he says, one of you is about to betray me. The one who sits with me at table and surely betrayal must be painful. Being betrayed by someone you love, someone you trust, someone you've opened up to, someone you had hoped that you will stay together for as long as you could. They betray you. They walk away and they turn their backs on you and they join the other camp. How do you learn to live with that? How do you accept betrayal from a friend, a colleague, a spouse, a child, a mother, a father, someone you love, people who have promised that they'll never hurt you, People have promised that they will always be there. How do you learn to trust again? How do you learn to move on? How do you learn to live again? So we find this absolutely amazing story of love and betrayal. But all the disciples are wondering, who is it? Who is it? And Simon asked the beloved to ask Jesus. And Jesus says, the one to whom I give this Moselle after dipping it. And he gives it to Judas Iscariot. And Judas Iscariot, upon receiving it, eating it, Satan entered and it was dark it was night he allowed himself to be used by the devil and and John says as he left darkness covered the world and that's the sad part he has just celebrated Mass with God and he walks away 
under the shadow, the cloud of darkness. It, it, it worries me, it, it frustrates me that we can go to Mass and still walk away unmoved, untouched, still angry, bitter, not converted. It frustrates me, it hurts me that mass is, is becoming more and more of a ritual rather than an encounter with God. And that we forget that mass, the Eucharist, is the source and the summits of our life. If you want to define what the Eucharist is, it is the source and the summit of our lives. Our lives find meaning and its purpose, its roots, and its fruits in the Eucharist. That Judas has just received what I will call Holy Communion in the Last Supper. And yet he walks away with heaviness in his heart. How many of our people are like that? How many of us celebrate Mass with a heavy heart? Unwilling to forgive, to walk away, to convert. And how many of us have looked at God in the eye and still chose the devil. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.